They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, Alo Aaron Loy. I'm joined by my best friend, my guy, X2 Flyer Erickson. Mickey, how you doing, man? Just glad to be here. <laughs> As always. So, subscribe on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Ringside Collectibles. Use code MMADNESS, save 10% off your order. So, so, we basically went on a little hiatus. I was on vacation. You were on vacation. Uh, just enjoying the time off from work for both of us. Um, we had a bailobration over here and had everybody down in the basement slash studio down here to be a lot of fun on our vacations so i haven't i've kept my eye up on what's going on i haven't like dove into everything that's going on but like what have you been into in the last three four weeks um well if we're gonna go off the last four weeks i you know overall i i think i've been staying relatively up to date with all the product um, I know I tried to watch Raw this week, and then I was like, oh, geez, I didn't watch it at all last week. I did fall asleep early. I had an exhausting weekend, so I didn't really get through Raw. Um, but I've been, you know, the past three weeks, I have been watching Dynamite. I have been watching The New Collision. I did see the first week live. Second week was the day of the Bay Liberation. So I got to catch, like, the first half on the drive there, finished it up the next day. Um following week i watched that a day late probably this past week i watched it live for the first time since the first week so the fourth week um good show some great wrestling the um opening opening match the uh two out of three falls for the AEW uh tag titles could go down as match of the year it's definitely going to be you know in discussion when we we go over our top matches uh, at least in my opinion um, and then some exciting Owen Hart uh, finals matches, some good contested matches. Um, tonight, just watch Blood and Guts. Uh, Blood, and Bu- Blood and Guts, good match, um, good show. Uh, we had Hook losing his FTW title and his first career match that he's lost. Um, a lot of good stuff from Jack Perry uh, with all that. Good little prom, um, good little video package beforehand, and then one of my favorite things was um, when Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia face Adam Cole and MJF. Chris Jericho says in a commentary to Taz, he says, "Yo, Taz, what? Jack Perry got your tongue?" <laughs> uh, man, it, was, it was good, great show, great show overall tonight. Uh, four matches. We got Britt Baker in her first match for a while. Uh, she, you know, quick squash, and then back to that tag match. Adam Cole and MJF did go over on Garcia and Guevara, which means in a few weeks' time at Collision, they will get a shot at the AW tag titles. Yeah, I did see um, a face-off between Cole and MJF with FTR. And what you talked about, the FTR match against Bullet Club Gold from Collision, I did catch that, and that, I did put that on the match of the year board as a contender. I, I, that was a really good match. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah, I, I did catch that because that was like the, yeah. the talk of the weekend. So I did watch that. Um, and I also did see that tonight that um, they had a dance-off with uh, Sam Guevara and, um, and Dan Garcia. 
they yes, there was a little like dance exchange that did uh, impromptu one that that came before the match. It was very fun. Okay, yeah. So I, I really did a good. I, I really did enjoy that because at this like right now, Leah's going to a stage where it's like she'll she'll say dance, daddy, and like you know when your daughter tells you to do something, you do it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so like I kind of did appreciate that. The whole dance segment, MJF was getting it. Um, I did watch Money in the Bank. I really thought that was a really good show. I'll probably get, I will give that show a show stuff. I thought it was really good as well. Um, last night, most most recently last night, um, it ain't European gold, but it's North American gold. Dominic Mysterio, he won the North American title. I did think that was the way they were going to go to make Judgment Day fully strong. Uh, other than that, I think the build to things have been good. The bloodline continues to be excellent. Going forward, going ahead into SummerSlam, and we all seem like we're going to get Roman Reigns and Jey Uso here, and I'll be interested to see if they put a stipulation on that because Rome, there's no doubt that Jey Uso, that Roman Reigns is going to beat Jey Uso, and what we get after that will be the interesting thing. Maybe like there's a stipulation like if I beat you at SummerSlam, you'll have to fall back in line. But this bloodline thing is still at its peak at this moment in time. And I'm really enjoying what they're doing with the Judgment Day. I kind of want to have you, hear your thoughts on that too. So with the Judgment Day, we had the f- stuff with them going into Money in the Bank we talked about last month. And then as of the last few weeks, you got uh, Balor and Priest making amends. You see them um, standing tall last night, the end of, last night at the NXT TV went off with Dom as the new North American champion. Now, I've, I've said from the jump, the Judgment Day did nothing for me, but now at this point... I think everybody is peaking at all levels in the group. Even Rhea, even though she hasn't defended the title, I'll get to that in a second. So, what are your thoughts on the Judgment Day right now? Uh, I've enjoyed Judgment Day. I'd say essentially since day one. I'm loving this. I even read a sheet earlier that um, said the Judgment Day, you know, in WWE's eyes, is the predecessor to try to the Bloodline. And, you know, it's going to have longevity in the storyline, everything like that. But in comparison to those, those two storylines, one, I, you know, stuff watching, you know, you did just mention Dominic um, winning the NXT North American title. I did watch that match. I was excited for it. I'm happy for him. I do a little annoyed, but again, it's one of those things WWE doesn't always like, keep up with the past. He's clearly a Raw superstar, but we just had Solo, when he's on SmackDown, go win the NXT title and had to vacate it right away. Well, that was different. So when Solo won, they were saying it wasn't a sanctioned match. Like the match wasn't made. It wasn't because of where he was. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's why Solo had to vacate the title. It wasn't like an open challenge or did he just... Carmelo defended the title and then like right after that match... He had a match with Solo. I don't remember the exact what ha- exactly what happened, but it was like legit impromptu. Okay, I didn't think there was a match before. I thought he just came up and said, "I told you, I got next," and then won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like with the whole with like with the whole thing with Dom winning, and I did I did think he would he will win, and I found it interesting that like both my top contenders for breakout star of the year going at it right now, going at it for the title because Wesley I think was. The, has been the second best North American champion we've ever had in WWE so far, behind Carmelo Hayes. But I'm really glad Dom won, and like the whole gimmick works. And like I just wanted him to win it because he's Eddie's kid, and you know he's running around with Rhea, and she's the women's world champion. And the heat that he's going to get for being a champion 
at this point because I wanted him to be the IC or US champion, but he's not yeah, even Gunther, sure. and he's not on the same show as Theory. I'll get to Theory in a little bit, but this is the next best thing you can give Dom here for sure. And like I said, and it's gonna be a good rub for the that mid card title from NXT. Yeah, and they're doing a good job of integrating all three brands as a unit, and so I'm really ha- I really have enjoyed that. As well, and now when it comes to Finn Balor, I think Finn Balor has really shown out in the last few weeks as well. I'm, I'm not sure if you saw the sit down he had with Seth on Raw Monday night, yeah. but I thought that was great. And going into this match at SummerSlam is a lot of intrigue because you kind of got to think Finn's kind of owed a victory here because this is seven years in the making. As I'm looking at my SummerSlam 2016 poster right here. Seven years in the making, Finn defeated Rollins that night for the Universal title. So you kind of have to think that we're going to see the Demon. And the Demon's lost, lost his last two outings. And something hanging over the match, no pun intended, is the money in the brain briefcase because all is well in the judgment day, judgment day right now, but who's to say Damian Priest doesn't loom over that match? Because at that point you kind of forget it since they're all on good terms right now. So what do you think about Seth Rollins and Finn Balor? I'm excited. I mean, at, you know, the at the inception of this world title, I anticipated Seth will hold it for a good long while. You know, I know he's had a open challenge or two, defended against Priest, defended against Braun Baker. We've had the match against Balor. He's done some house shows. I won't be mad if the title changes. Uh, it's like you said. I mean, if it's going to be seven years, this is really going to be seven years since Balor touched a world title. Mm-hmm. He held a world title seven years ago for 22 hours or whatever it was. Um, I like the idea of Balor going over. I also like the idea of, like, Balor holding the world title, Rhea holding the other world title, uh, Dom having the NXT North American title, and then Priest got the money in the bank and he could just say, I'm going for Roman. Whether he actually goes for Roman, but like they're all shining, they all got a good accolade. Um, they also did a real good job and whether it was on purpose or not, going into money in the bank. I mean, Balor almost looked like the baby face. If you really watch like the promos and like, you know, the day the day he relinquished the title, Seth coming out laughing in his face, I mean, it was real heel esque. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to the match. You know, they always deliver. Each one of them always puts a banger out, no matter who they face. You put the two of them in together, whether it was seven years ago, whether it was four weeks ago, Money in the Bank, they they deliver. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, SummerSlam is looking to be really stacked, and even when it comes to Rhea, because I thought like the women's division on Raw, it's I don't want to say it's pretty thin. I, I guess you could say this thin because Becky is dealing with Trish right now and Zoe Stark, and my hot potato women tag titles, they changed hands again, but I thought it, I thought they did it in great fashion and it was validated because it, it right away it, it builds Rhea Rip um, well Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez, who I thought would be Rhea's next challenger. It makes sense because that's probably the most viable person you actually put her in the ring with right now since Becky's occupied with Trish. And then even you also add an extra layer to that with Liv Morgan. You could possibly get a Liv Morgan versus Rhea at SummerSlam, or you get the triple threat, but I do think the money match with this is going to be Rhea and Raquel, because Rhea's basically, since she's won the women's world title, she hasn't been doing anything, you know, she's been on Dom's arm for the most part ever since, she's she's offended against Natalya a couple times, but that wasn't anything you could really sink your teeth into, so I do think they did a good job with 
trying to find some opponents for her and find the most viable opponent for her at the moment. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, if we didn't see her so much, her title would be an afterthought. Um, I know she's done this stuff with Natty. It just seems like it's kind of like you said with going into SummerSlam. The whole show or card's almost been so stacked, you almost forget that she should be defending it. But they've done a good job on Raw keeping the tag titles in focus, so it's not like the women are completely forgotten. You know, they're too busy, you know, playing hot potato, you know, four women going back and forth just passing belts around. So um, I do look forward to seeing um, Liv, Liv and Rhea uh, going at it. It's going to be a little different than when they're, you know, when their team fell apart. Now, I don't think we – you asked me this last week, last time we were here, but I didn't ask you. Are you a fan of LA Knight? Wow. Um Ah, uh, good question. Um, I'm here for the stick to an extent. Like, it's it's cool. I didn't I didn't expect him to win Money in the Bank. Um, I it, you know if he's gonna if you're leading into him potentially being you know U.S. champion, cool. I'm for that. I'm for anyone that's that that's hot getting getting a shot at a mid card title, make the 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 title matter, have a meaningful run. Um, you know, some people are trying to say they dropped the ball with him and him not winning money in the bank, but you could always say there's so many people that they didn't drop, that they dropped the ball with when they were hot or like they gave the money in the bank to Damian Sandow. He was red hot and then they never really did nothing with him. Or there's so many people that were real hot, you know, whether it be Tyler Breeze, whether it be Fandango, like that never got like that singles rub that they maybe deserved. Um, I'd like to see that for him. I don't really see this guy being world champion, in my opinion. I look at it like it's funny. I love this, you know, the yearly rumor that Nick Aldis might be interested in, or like WWE might be interested in him. Like, I still prefer him over over um, LA Knight. But again, that's just probably preference of what I know about each other of them before being in WWE. Okay, because yeah, I was hitting on him possibly become the U.S. champion because there's a fatal four-way set up and then the winner is going to go on and face Santos Escobar to find out who's going to be Theory's challenger for SummerSlam. And as much as I like Theory, ever since that John Cena thing, they've had nothing really for him to do. So if there's, Nothing if there's, at all. If there's a time for uh, L.A. Knight, this is it. Now, we said people were saying it was going to be him or Priest going into, going into Money in the Bank. It wasn't him. So this is probably the next best thing. And... I think LNA, I think it will be LNA. I do think LNA will beat Austin Theory. I think who I think whoever wins, you know, not just the fatal four way, but whoever wins the match against Santos Escobar or if he wins, I just hope whoever wins beats Theory for the title. Do you like Theory? Theory? No. Are you not like even Austin a little? Theory? Really? No. Huh. Interesting. No. Does nothing for me. I mean, I get it. Is he good as a heel? Yeah. I mean, I think he's definitely even got better in the ring. But, um, I mean, between – I know Seth Rollins held the thing for probably like eight days, but Seth Rollins touching the U.S. title, what Bobby Lashley was doing with it, I, I just feel like he's just not living up to what the last couple champs were doing. Um, I mean, like you said, I mean, how many months ago was Mania? I don't remember. Like, I know he gets these fluke victories. Like, you know, I know he just defended against Sheamus and was able to cheat and win. 
but like I don't I don't remember and I only know that because I just literally saw a clip of it I don't know if it was on Twitter, if it was if it was ran back on Raw, but like I don't remember him doing nothing since going over on CNA Media. So going on to the AEW side of things, as always, MJF plays his role to perfection. Um, this whole thing with Adam Cole, I'm not sure which one. I'm not sure if I like this this better or him with Jericho. Like on the Vegas trip, because this one is actually like really great. Because like MJF's still playing like an asshole, and Cole's kind of calling him out on it. And uh, what, what was the jab? What was the, the thing that he? Oh God, I'm trying to remember. He told him, "I'm feeling sick. I might not show up." He's like, "Yes, you're gonna. Yes, you're gonna show up." Like God, I guess I can't just no call, no show like you, or something, something like that. I thought that was great. I thought them playing the video game together was great. I'm just, I'm here for all of this. The shirt. It, it, I'm better than you, fire. baby. It's amazing, and I didn't see the dance. Th- I didn't see the entire of the dance off today, but I'm sure that was even great. I don't want this to end, but we know where this they, is headed. Tonight they had they had uh, matching entrance coats and combined the music. So uh, MJF's usually been coming out, and he you know relaxes by the stage, and then it switched to Adam Cole's music. So MJF comes out, his music is on, it stops. And then it sounds like they're replaying his music, and he's getting in the camera. He's like, "Wait, you're playing my music again. You played my song twice." And then you hear Adam Cole, baby, and it's like the mix. It's like you're getting the words with the MJF song beat, and they come out. They got the matching coats. It's it's interesting. Um, due to COVID, it's too early to tell because, like, when he did that with Jericho, it was like. COVID and going out to like the clubs and stuff or a bar that was still like, we wish we could be doing that. And it wasn't as accessible everywhere as they made it in that thing. So that was a lot of fun. Um, these are different and maybe it's because we got like a eight, eight day episode of like MJF, like being a baby face. And then he was back to being a heel. But like, He's pandering to the crowd. The crowd chanted for him to do a dive. He did a dive in the match. Um, he, this might be better. And the reason this might be better is because you can't, like, I, again, this is why I think it's such, it's such good entertainment. I'm getting, I'm getting suckered in. I'm like, how's this going to end? Like, how's this going to end? Like, all right, cool. Now they're challenging FTR. They're going to want a good match. It's cool because, like, Dax and Cass do have kind of little personal animosity with MJF. It's going to be a good match. Does does MJF turn on Cole? Does Cole turn on him? Does Roderick screw both of them? Like, there's a lot of ways this can go, and I'm excited. Uh, I mean, like I said, the Blood and Guts match was a lot of fun. There's a lot of drama that came out of that match. AEW does get a lot of good stuff going on, in my opinion, right now. However, this is easily the best thing going on right now. Do you remember that New Day Y2AJ match? <sighs> yes. Okay, so I don't want MJF to turn on him in the match. I want the match to actually go through before we get a turn from anybody. Wasn't Jericho's turn when the match ended? Yeah, it was after the match. Yeah, they okay. lost the match. That's, that's what yeah. I want it in that fashion. 
I don't want to turn in the match. I want the match so, to be. I want the match to have a clean finish. I think that match will be a banger whenever the match is happening. But that's what I want out of this because this is this is actually this has been really the good. first time I saw. It's funny you bring that up. The first time I saw the better than you Bay Bay shirt, I said Y two AJ. Really. And then, okay, cool. It was going on three weeks now. There's been that shirt. Today, when MJF was pandering to the camera and said, wait, you're playing my music again. And they come out, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be the only time you ever hear the music. Because they're going to lose, and then one of them is going to screw each other. And then, like, they go through the entrance, and I'm like, man, they must have spent a couple dollars on this gear. This isn't a t-shirt that's going to be sold at the live event for one night. But, you know, they got these nice coats and everything. I'm like, all right, well, obviously, this can be short-lived. These guys are doing well for each other. They can afford for the gear. But I'm like, all right, man, is this Y2AJ? Or, you know, this might be having a little too much fun here. I don't know. That's another reason why I think this is a very exciting storyline. And also, we had Ricky Starks and Willow Nightingale. They won their respective Owen Hart tournaments. Um I saw a finish of the Ricky Starks match. Where do you think they're going from here? So I'm assuming he, he he's going heel. He's going heel. And they can, there's a couple ways you can spin it. There's a lot of people saying that, like, all right, well, I don't look at it as heel. Like, Owen Hart would have done the same thing to win. But they were very smart how they handled this. So two weeks prior, CM Punk and... Ricky Starks were tagging together mm-hmm. in uh, eight-man tag. He cheats to beat Punk. Punk's confused how it happened. He then bolts up the stage, and a little weird to me, in the four years of AEW, eight, they bring Juice and Thunder Liger in for the first time. He's there to award the, t- award the trophy because he does have history with Owen Hart. And Ricky Starks just kind of no-sells him and just grabs the trophy and bolts away. So it's kind of one of those old, and I don't want to compare it to WWE, but it's one of those smart, like, all right, they did a little cheating thing. Like, all right, are, are we sure this is a heel turn? Well, he just disrespected a legend seconds later and then bolts away with the trophy. Like, he doesn't, he, you know, could give a damn. So then that that shows what he what, what's going on here. He did get to you know be I guess somewhat humble during Battle of the Belts when he accepted the just saw the clip. Okay, so I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen with that too, because like I said, I thought that was the best decision for Ricky Starks and Willow Langill to win. You get kind of give it to some give it to two people that can actually be elevated by it. So I'm glad for they sure. didn't go with the obvious answers of Ruby Soho and. Uh, CM Punk will always going to be focal points of the TV show. Yeah. Is, is there is there any... Well, speaking of that Blood and Guts match, how was that Blood and Guts match tonight? The Blood and Guts match was, was pretty cool. It was exciting. Um, we did... Um, I mean, it was cool to see Pac back on the TV. I do, do enjoy that. I don't know if I just haven't seen Kota Ibushi in forever, but, like, when he first came out, I almost, like... And, again, I just... I, I don't know. Maybe he just got a lot of mass in his neck. But, like, when he came out, I was like... Did he get fat? <laughs> but like it was, it could have been just his head. Like he just, he seemed a lot wider than he used to. Uh, he, the, the crowd really did react positively to him. Um, we did get a spot with Yuta and Matt Jackson up on top of the cage. The crowd crapped on it when Yuta climbed down. 
Uh, we got an interesting spot. Um, Matt found a bag of tacks up on the top of the, the cell, the cage, and he dumps them through the top while Pac and Claudia were going to do power bombs. And then I think it was Hangman and Nick about to take the moves. They both reversed it, so they fell into the tacks. Um, Mox was bleeding early on. Um, some cool gear from the match. Um, Pack eventually, he, there was a lot of miscommunication between Pack and the BCC members. So he eventually uh, dove out of the ring, grabbed some bowl cutters, and left. Shortly after he left, you got a handicap match now. It's four versus five. So Don Callis came out and told Takeshka, let's roll. You're out of here. Shortly after that, they were whooping on Wheeler, and I believe I was getting ready for for recording, but I believe uh, from what I was hearing, Moxley uh, forfeited the match because he was tired of watching Wheeler getting his ass kicked. Hmm. Interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. So, I mean, the Golden Elite going over strong, I mean, again, I, you know, I like the guys from BCC. I like everyone in the, Golden, in, in the Elite called the Golden Elite for the night. Um, I like everyone. I just would like to finally let, let you know, it feels like it's been going on a year. I'd like to see them finally. Let's move on in separate directions. Um, uh, Moxley can now feud with Pac because Pac turned on him. Uh, Takeshka can have something with, you know, Claudia, whether it be over the ROH title. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, there, there's different ways it can go. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what the elite does next. Okay. Um, anything else about the weekly stuff? I did. I'm trying to remember. I felt like there might have been one. Other, oh, actually, I do kind of want to get your thoughts on it. I know you didn't watch it. I know it just happened. But I did mention, you know, when I was going over tonight's episode of Dynamite. Any thoughts on, uh, from you on Hangman versus Hook or any interest in that feud? Or is it, I didn't know that was a thing. I'm sorry, not, I'm sorry, not Hangman. Um, Jack Perry and Hook. Well, see, I saw that. Hook turned on him last month, and I was, I was shocked that Jack turned on Hook. It, well, Jack turned on Hook. Um, I was shocked because of like, especially with, like everything like Jungle Boy just kind of went through with Christian. So I'm kind of shocked they actually kind of turned him heel at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's like it was a good switch up. I did actually turn to the channel when he did win the title, and then I did see that he also had new entrance music and just goes by Jack Perry at this right now. Yeah. So it was. It- it was funny because he did say once when he first cut the heel promo, he you know cut his music and he says that's the last time you ever gonna hear that song. So the music's playing for a little bit. And it was funny they you know it switches to you know after it's playing for a while it switches to the Tron, and you see him in like a grave, and then he gets out and he's carrying a body which you only see the legs and it has his gear and his old boots and he buries it alive and then gets in a limo and leaves. And they say or in commentary that like he buried the boots that he's worn every single AEW match he's had. And then so now it's you know, wrestling in new boots, wrestled in pants. It was interesting. Interesting to add him to the list of you know, make him number six to hold the FTW title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to see what happens with that. But uh, I was intri- I was int- intrigued when I saw him just go by Jack Perry and with a whole new Look change. I did see him cut the promo saying he's fucking the baddest bitch here in the company. I did pop for that because I was worried for a second, Jungle Boy. 
that he uh, that something happened. I, I, I want that for him. I really do. You got to watch. There was a nasty suplex hook. Um, he was trying to suplex hook basically off the apron onto the floor. Is that when you said he died? Hook reversed it and l- dropped this nasty suplex. It like, I'm, geez. Uh, I mean, cool to watch and glad they're okay. But I thought the match was going to be called. I mean, he, you didn't know if he landed on his shoulder and busted it. You didn't know if he torqued his neck. I mean, it. It was a nasty spill. All right, so do you want to go to Accolade Eck or SDCC? Slash let's, go, let's go Accolade Eck. And if I'm correct, do you recall the, where we were at on the list? I believe you said the TNA Big Gold. TNA Big Gold, you got it right. All right, so with no further ado, we are entering the Accolade Eck segment. It's gold, it's gold, it's gold. All right, so welcome back to Accolade Act, where we talk everything championship belts. Um, so the TNA Big Gold, whether you want to say because it was a large belt, they call it the Big Gold because it was primarily all gold, larger belt, similar to Ric Flair's. Big Gold, which is in the NWA, WWE, WCW, which we have archived and discussion. Um, your thoughts, just because I, I before we completely dive right into it, were you watching at all any TNA when that belt debuted? Yeah, I was, because as you are aware, and with listeners aren't, for the longest time until 2007, TNA used the NWA championship as their belt. So in 2007, that's when the TNA title was introduced. But the big gold wasn't the first one. It was. Uh, I, well, I okay. Thought the, so there's two. Which big gold are you referring to? I'm referring to the one Lashley held. I always thought that okay. was the one. Okay. Was the big I'm gold. thinking about the first belt. Yeah. If you Google T, uh, it's like the fourth image of possible. If you Google TNA big gold, it's more of that lineage belt that kind of ended. As the TNA championship, I believe, until GFW and the Impact title kind of like merged. If I'm correct. Okay, so the one that says TNA like in silver. Yes. Okay, I, I thought you meant the first TNA belt. No, not that one with kind of like the, I don't know how you want to call it, but the Kurt Angle was the original one to hold yep. that one, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. I do love that ultimate custom. I keep seeing posted all over Instagram of him holding that in the, uh, the IWGP belt. Mm-hmm. That that figure. I'm I'm not. Uh, you know, I don't think neither of us are too crazy about customs, but that's one. I'm like, I kind of need that. <laughs> all right. So the TNA Big Gold. Um, any thoughts on that? Its design when it debuted. I never liked that belt. Okay. I, I was never a fan. Um, yeah, that that belt never really did it for me at all. So, I mean, it's one of those, I think when I first saw it, just because I associated so much, like, at the time, I just, when I got back into wrestling, that was the active world belt, world title in TNA, but it was kind of one of those things I wasn't really paying attention to. Van, uh, hold on, let me know, I got to triple check, but I believe RVD did hold that. That might be news to me if he did. 
I'm, actually, I'm almost feeling. Like I know he, he held the go- the other one. Yes, he did hold the other one. Well, I mean, you know, we had we had Bully Ray Dudley with it. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. So, all right, so all right, he did hold this one. Tournament. I wish. So this is not properly done because I didn't have my notes prepared for it. But I guess we'll just go off, make it a little easier. Who do you think of when you think of that belt? And who, who I guess, who do you think of and who do you think is most known for that design? Uh, Kurt Angle, EC3, Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Roode. Okay. There's one that seems like everyone I would probably have noted for it. Because at that time, TNA was dying, and EC3 was like... EC3 and Lashley were their main two guys. Because Kurt Angle was by the owners. Can't believe you didn't give it to Moose. What was that? Can't believe you didn't uh, give the the rub to Moose. Nope. And honorable mention, because I I love him, Christian Cage. Holy crap. All right. I, I I'm I'm surprised of a couple people. So, all right. So you got Rude Angle, Rude Angle, EC3, and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. All right. Not gonna give Matt Hardy the rub. No, because he only had it for a day. That's when TNA. That's when T, he Get he won it. The he won it at the last event that TNA lost their contract. So that's when they were like running like that dumb eliminator series or championship series for the longest time that they had pre-recorded for months. Ah, would they lose the team? Oh my gosh, we're not gonna give it to Alberto El Patron. Absolutely not. Well, Mal Hardy did win it back because he because it got vacated or whatever. But no, I'm not giving it to Matt Hardy. I'm actually I'm trying to triple check real quick. I know you got to be right on this. Guy really gave honorable mention to Christian and said, because I love him. <laughs> oh, all right. So, no, no, here's the real question. Are you giving it to him off the AEW run? Yes. Wow. Okay. 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 Because I so, love Christian. Crazy. I it, can't it, it, it came full circle. Like, all right, former, so NWA world, former NWA world champion came out with. I, I'm giving it to Kenny Omega. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm giving it to Kenny. He's number one. Matt Hardy, number two. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, Again, unfortunately, not knowing all the history, Orn it completely, first person to honor it. I, you know, Kurt Angle comes to mind. Bobby Lashley definitely comes to mind because I remember seeing clips, whether I was watching a random DVD or something on the, the network eight years ago and would see something old about Bobby Lashley. And then I'm like, what is it? What's this guy doing with his life now? Oh, he's in TNA. Oh, he's a TNA champion. And I, it seems like he held the title lo- for long durations and then also multiple times. Um, so got Kurt, got Lashley. I... I guess I give the rub also to uh, Bobby Roode. It also, you know, is probably one of his hottest points of his career aside from NXT, and it's when he looked the most like Paul. (laughs) Um, 
Well, I'm trying to think. I think there's gotta be there's someone else I just saw with this damn thing that we're leaving out. So not really Kenny. So we got Angle, Lashley, Rude, and Yeah, cause cause after like like I said like after like TNA lost their contract or whatever, and it got it got brought back on TV like there's nobody really noteworthy who had a great ring with that title before it got rebranded. Let's see. So it's 2011 to 2017. And speaking of, L.A. Knight was the first person to hold the next design after, which is technically the uh, yeah, which was technically like the GFW belt, just with uh, the sticker. Yeah. Oh my God, number four. Why the hell did I not think of this sooner? I meant to bring this up. All right, here's my four: Angle, Lashley, Rude, AJ Styles. He had that belt. Yeah. Hmm. I might be talking shit. I didn't even see the picture. He might have. Think... No, I think I'm he did. Nice. I think like on his way out. I think like him basically looking like Bullet Club AJ. Yeah, cause there's a picture of it. Let's see if it's the... uh, go to images AJ style TNA champion. Um. Two of the first four pictures of him like that. Yeah, soccer mom cut, TNA Yeah, title. it was on his way out. Yeah. With the beard. Yeah, and then I th- I guess, I don't know if he was in Aces of Eights or whatever, but it kind of looks like that, like that T-shirt look. And that ring was only like, uh, according to Wiki, he won in October and lost in December to, to Nick Aldis. Uh, even even more reason. I'm definitely putting him on that rush more for the four. <laughs> oh man, we didn't even mention Magnus for for the list. What about Stinger? Did Stinger have it? No, Sting was gone. Wait, for that belt, Sting was gone. All right, so I mean, I don't really, know, but I know like one of like Magnus's like career highlights is beating Sting. It wasn't for the title. It must not have been because thing was gone from at that from at that point. Cause that's when he started pop because he that's when he popped up in a uh, WWE in twenty fourteen. Tell me this is Photoshop. Is, it might be. That might be photoshopped. Cause I'm uh, let me go on the wiki. Yeah, Sting didn't have a title reign since twenty eleven. Maybe he was one of the first people. The belt was debuted in 2011. Uh, I'm seeing Joker with it, but again, this could be Photoshop. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, we uh, to the listeners, I do apologize. We, we did not um, prepare properly. Yeah, I was, I was ready for the other, the first belt. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of pics of him with it now. All right. You can argue. Okay, yeah, he did hold it. Yep, he did. All right, so we both got Angle. We both got Lashley. 
What are you going to say? I guess we're going to agree. Rude for the third. And where are we coming in for the fourth? I had EC3. EC3. Still going EC3 over AJ. Sounds racist. But I'll agree with you. Because you were more prepared for the wrong belt. <laughs> yeah, because that, that belt was... Like, the second belt was... Like, they both were pretty simple. Because, like, a lot of the same people held it all the time. But, like, that era... And, like, what, for what TNA was, EC3 was, like, their guy. Lashley was their guy. So those two were already like pretty much set in stone. If Kurt Angle was always the mainstay in TNA. No, we didn't bring up Galloway? No. Crazy. No. Well, next week on Accolade Act, we're going to bring up the, what was it, the TNA next-gen belt because Cody held it? Just kidding. No, you said the AEW women's title, but we can't I know, do that. I know, I know. But we can't do that? No, because there's only four champions. Well, we technically, I mean, technically could still do well, no. it. Well, shows a, the Rushmore. If you had a Rushmore, that's it. <laughs> All right, well, I'll spruce it up for our f- fifth segment next time. All right, so this, well, tonight is preview night, but we got San Diego Comic-Con this weekend. And... Before we get into that, I just want to go through a couple of things that I had picked up. Um, so I did get the Eric Bischoff in the mail. Easy. Oh, fire. I can't wait. Got easy. Um, and a shocking thing, you might not expect it from me. I do have Ultimate Andre. Love that for you. Popping the head off, putting a giant on it? No. Even though I, I did think about it, though. But I would want the new giant head. Pause. Um, Jeez. Wait, which one? The battle pack, you mean? Yeah, that was the better head sculpt. Yeah, well, I mean, you still just... Because I, I, I have the elite. So, like, if I wanted to just swap the heads off of that, I can. I, but I do have the first giant elite. And um, yeah. also, uh, the very controversial Eddie Guerrero. Guys living over there. Just... Good All right, up. so... The thing with this figure, the torso is huge. I recommend do not take this shirt off because it's like he has a tiny head. Like he has this like it looks better it it looks better in person than what pictures do, but like the problem is his chest is too wide and his head's too tiny. That's the problem with this figure. So I highly recommend everybody when you get this figure, put the shirt on and never take it off. And we're supposed to get the Monday Night Wars Ultimate. We'll probably see that this weekend at San Diego Comic-Con. It's a Guerrero be, Monday Night Wars Ultimate? Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be from WCW around like, how, around like 97, 98, Eddie. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll see Better that. Better put a with it. Maybe a Cruiserweight title. But hopefully we'll see that this week. And that will that will um, have a different torso because different torso because I remember Eddie was jacked at this time but this thing's too big it really is so like I said for the umpteen time don't take the shirt off keep, keep I know it. you've already done the other route I mean you already sold your Legends Guerrero right no I still nobody bought it well oh the, the one that commemorate, commemorates this yes I did okay yeah so like for me especially when I was already thinking about that theory I was like you know what you just put one of those new heads on it display it with the shirt, and then I might just, I'll probably just keep the legends and display that one without the shirt. Yeah, because I, because one time, because like, as it was funny, because I, I, I rewatched our uh, figure of the year episode the other day, and 
at the end of it, you said, you know, you're Cardona, I'm bare minimum Brian, and and one well, once I see it's an ultimate, it's gone. <laughs> the the old version, the old version, it's gone. I capitalize right away before it's worthless. I'll tell you what. You want to talk about regret? I know there's hundreds of people like me. I regret selling my Macho Man defining moments. I know. Uh, the bad news broke this week at, This week that the, it was canceled. I got the email today. I was ups- I never had it, but I was I was looking forward to it because I find it interesting that, like, I guess it was Wrestling Figure Shop or something like that. They got the Orton in. So they were, like, pictures floating around the Orton, but it was like, there's no Macho. That, like, that's strange. And then, like, we get the news that, the figure got dropped. I was like, huh, interesting. And I, I don't, we still don't know why yet, but I was looking forward to it. So I'm a little upset about it, but I could live because luckily, like I did get rid of the cream of the crop macho, but I still have the WrestleMania three one. So that'll hold me over until whatever happens. So I'm, I'm good with that one. But, um, that is it. And, and I, oh, and, um, I have a Gunther. I just never got out the car. I forgot I had it back there. I uh I was running a little behind on my elites uh, or my ultimates. I made a couple trades. I did finally get the Target Bret Hart ultimate. I got the AJ ultimate and the Target was a Target uh, ultimate warrior. No, whatever. What would that run with the Razor? That wasn't Razor. That was AJ. No, uh, the, the WrestleMania Seven to to go with the. Uh, canceled macho man mm-hmm. uh got that on sale uh target it was given away 55 percent off um and then arguably maybe the most important figure i did just grab which is a very very me figure and i'm gonna need this mock too my man commissioner Foley. yeah that's in the mail <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my man Dwayne. Yeah. Also, um, before I forget, I did get in the mail. I did get the uh, ultimate Cody. Okay. Yeah. I, so you, cause you, did you have that at your party? No, I had Rollins, at, and that's when you, that's when you like, oh, this is great. Yeah, and there was the Supreme next to it. I'm guessing. Yeah. So this one, this, this on my little. My uh, stand, I swapped the Supreme with the Ultimate. So my stance has been the same, and it's going to stay the same. Everything on that, everything on the Ultimate, I think is better. Skin tone, um, articulation offsets. But as a figure, I think the Ultimate's better. The Supreme wins in the jacket department, and the screaming head sculpt. But but the the jacket's such a big selling point on it. Now there's somebody did on Instagram alter their jacket and it looked amazing the way it is. Um, I'll send it to you when I get a chance. Was but, it the guy that used the um, he used the Supreme jacket or not? No, not no, he customized the elite, the ultimate jacket. Ah, I don't know what he did. Like, I really don't know. Like, I really want to go back in those comments and see like if he gave away how he did it because it looked really good. Matter of fact, I'm going to send it to you right now. Because I thought it was great. I'm going to send it to you from the pod page. Because I did save. Actually, yeah, I did save it. So I really save. haven't got to do too much of the figure. I didn't realize the ga- uh, gavel 
is stuck in his hand. Yeah. Doesn't come out. That's decent. I just sent it to you. It's literally amazing what this guy did. I couldn't believe it. It looks way better. Huh. Maybe he cut the sleeves? I don't know. I don't know because like, I can still see the seam of the top of the jacket. So I'm not sure if he knows how to sew or whatever. But I was like, this looks really good. Yeah, that's it's what it should have looked like. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, basically, from that guy, it looks like there's some kind of hope if they, because you know they're going to make more because he's got a different version of his jacket. But I do like the figure a lot. It looks better in person. You know, like, you can play with the jacket to make it, pull it down, make it not look so big on him. But the Supreme jacket, no doubt, takes the cake. Are we not going to mention anything about reveals from today? Anything yeah, that you yeah, really yeah, like? Yeah, I want to talk about it. But um, those things were most things that we already uh, knew were coming. We haven't seen anything like new, new yet. Uh, talk. We'll, we'll go into more in depth. But what, 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 what did you like from preview night so far? Um. Hmm. Well, due to the fact that we're, you know, I guess it's going to go on the night aspect. I'll go all over. I mean, I woke up first. Like I said, I, I said to you before we recorded, I slept in today. But when I woke up, I had sent from you and from good brother of the show, good friend of the show, E Collector, Elite Collector 215 sent me the link for Amazon for the WrestleMania 10 uh, pack. Obviously, there's the easy complaint. We basically had the Shawn Michaels three times in Elite form. Um, we have been clamoring for Razor Ramon in the WrestleMania 10 gear in even elite form for years, for five years, six years. Um, technically, with two belts, um, comes with Sean. And at $55, you're, I mean, an elite, you know, these ultimates are typically 30 bucks, 32 you're getting it for a good price. It's going to be the first ultimate. Now, again, it's a two pack. It's they're, the first ultimate elites. to come. They're elites? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're not ultimates. For the listeners keeping score at home, remember, I um, I was sleeping and woke up to this. <laughs> no, because I'm not going to blame you because this morning I thought they were too. And then like I hit pre-order and then I looked at more pictures. I'm like, no, these are elites. So I canceled it. And then I, and then I'm, I was glad I canceled it because I was like, I don't need this. Holy crap. Be- because that because like the two races we got this year are superior. And I don't have that showing, but I have the ringside showing that's like that. Yeah, it's just the boots are different. Yeah, really. so it's like I, so I was like, you know what? I don't so like me talking about New Sean head. It's like the Sean head from and the, the glasses, uh, the new glasses. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need this. I'm good. Box that, looks pretty. <laughs> box does look pretty. All right. I'm still gonna go with this stance. It's a new razor head. Oh yeah, I and I I don't like it. Uh I'm still going to get this. I, I cannot believe this is not ultimate. That really sucks. That's really stupid. I re- and, Oh, man. I really thought when you sent it and, like, we're sending the price, I thought you were almost like, oh, you were surprised because of it. But, oh, man, that's crazy. First time they're coloring one of the, the taller ladders. I'm happy they're putting up the taller ladder. That is unfortunate. Um. 
Well, I'm going to assume this Big Papa Pump, this is kind of uh, ruthless aggression, uh, WWE era, early 2000s. Uh, I'm here for that. Um, is it just me, or could they have actually done the chainmail a little better? Could have done it better. Cause I, I, I think they could have like got away with like the little perforations in it, the holes yeah. in it. You know what it kind of reminds me of the um, the first Triple H Ultimate. Yeah, I'm looking at it that. right now. I was about to say that. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Man, well, all right. And then we kind of were talking about this. So what? We got new basics that have 14 points of articulation. So I guess it's like double jointed knees and arms now. Yeah, and then it looks like the the bicep doesn't have the original basic swivel. Yeah. Um, some some cool ones though. I mean, it will make basics more desirable. I'll say that much. Yeah. Especially these street clothes ones. I yeah. mean, a one early two thousands Triple H was awesome. Bionic, all uh, awesome. I'm here for it. Oh yeah, for sure. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, that, that that's really nice that they did that. Cause I, saw the, I saw the Triple H shirt, so that's definitely two man power trip era. Oh, damn. Uh, oh, so the Austin and Triple H could be a pack together. They can be, yeah. They could be a t- basically be a – well, they don't do battle packs anymore, but a, a champion well, pack, whatever, a championship yeah. showdown. Which one of them may come with a, a nicely made belt, if that's the case, because they switch from the stand to the mm-hmm. to the belt. I, I'm still, still trying to be unflabbergasted that that is not – a freaking ultimate two pack that really sucks. Yeah, because like I said, I said the same thing this morning. I was like, "Wait, that's that? Those are elites." Oh my gosh! I want to hear. All right, let me get one of your biggest complaints. Because Mister cares more the most about face scans in the world. You better go off right now. On what? Carmelo Hazelie. Oh. <laughs> That it's rough because that technology, it looks like him, but like I thought it was Montez Ford. I said, when did he wear? <laughs> when did he wear this? He wore early NXT. No, I'm still trying to figure out when did Montez Ford wear this. Oh, <laughs> you might have saw might have saw him on the gram. Holy crap! But Carmelo Hayes did wear that. Uh, yeah, but that don't got his head. Oh, that's bad. Oh, but you know, we know the. F- oh, this is the new elite packaging. This is terrible. Did yeah. you see the new packaging? I did. What the f? It it, it kind of res- I'm, I'm not sh- you don't I'm not sure if you cover uh, um look too much in the Hasbro, but it kind of favors like the Hasbro selfie series. What? Dirty Dom, figure the year, sign me up twice. Yeah, the the mellow, like, I don't know, like, with the shades on, looks fine. But with, with without the shades, I don't know. I'll have to see better pictures up close. Maybe tomorrow we'll have some better pictures. But we'll have to wait and see because that was, like, probably one of my most anticipated figures because that's my guy. Yeah, that's, that is unfortunate. That and is unfortunate. I do, like, do kind of like what they did with the Kurt Angle Ultimate. They gave you the soft goods singlet, and you could take it off, and you could have Drop basically his his straps down. And like I said, when we saw this last, uh, was it last year? No, WrestleMania weekend actually. When I, when I saw this, I was like, he's getting posed with the crying holding the title. So some of these figure, figures we're seeing, and I I think a bunch of us thought it was going to be uh, best of series or something. There was some a random retro. How about this four pack? 
the then now forever together. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting pack. Um, the Becky looks great. I don't need the other three, but the Becky looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect to be. Uh, it looks like it's a different scan, maybe a different rock on this. Um, I was kind of excited for Hogan because it's cool that it has um, it has the actual big green on a green strap because they messed it up in the two pack and put it in a dark dark colored strap. Um, but the Austin is skippable, rock skippable. I don't know. Do you have any idea where this Becky's supposed to be from? I forgot what pay per view was from. That does look exciting. And then we got this three-pack of Hogan. Um, I'm a little heartbroken over here. We're, we're no three-pack of Foley. We're getting a three-pack of three Hogans before three Foley's. Well, remember, this is just a preview night, so we'll get more tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to – I can give you a direct – it's not from WrestleMania 38. I'm trying to remember, but that Becky is from sometime last year. If, if if that gives you a better answer. I do know it's from there. What did you think? Was there ever pictures of this Ultimate Warrior, the one that went the pre-sale went up today? No. I felt like this was a whole new figure. Right? It is. I, I didn't see that at all until today for the first time. But, like, all these things that we saw tonight on preview night are things that we saw at WrestleMania weekend. And I'll probably be going up for pre-order sometime within the next month or so. Yeah, it seems like it was just, what, the Legends line and the Warrior were, like, the only new stuff. Was there, oh, I guess the Hogan pack. Yeah that, that, yeah, that was the only new stuff that we didn't know we were getting. Like, the Ultimate, Bianca, I think looks great. We knew that we were getting that because that Ultimate will be three, three, three to a wave now. So it's Bianca, Angle, Lashley. I'm not a fan of the tights that they gave Lashley for the Ultimate. So my beef with them is Ultimates, I feel like, are almost supposed to be like something you think of for them. I don't love the tights because you don't think of red and yellow for them. But um, I do like the figure. I think it would have been better with just the predominantly red one, like his recent top picks, or the black and gold. But I'm here for this. Yeah, I still need the top picks on. Because his, his his new elite is great. I really yeah. do like that one. Maybe if I just maybe if I throw the belt on him, I can just, I'll get over the red and yellow tights. But it's but but I think we'll agree it's ultimates over elites when it comes to certain things. Yeah, it's. It's crazy. I feel like there was a you know a time not too long ago I wasn't so much on that stance, but now that they're coming in such such drones, we're getting so many of them. It's kind of hard not to feel that way. Oh, so it looks like the Van Dam uh, spinner is going to spin like the top, uh, Elite 100 Cena belt. Yep, and I still gotta. Well, I, I guess I'm gonna have to. I'm trying to think. I think I want to keep my ruthless aggression Punk from ECW, but. I think the ECW belt's gonna have to go to RVD to pose with the spinner. Makes some sense. Yeah. Oh, and then you did talk about the Hogan. The Hogan four. Was it three pack or four pack? Three pack. The three pack. Um, I just want the Hollywood Hogan. The WWE version. Uh, took me a while to figure out that that's what you meant. Yeah, and then like I compared it to the one that came out a couple years ago because like we all know that's the Hogan the 2005 version. Um, so the, the belts are different colors. One's red, one's yellow. And as you, and Hogan has the shadow on and the Hulk still rules shirt. and the Hulk still rules shirt. So it'll probably, it'll be more, it'll be a swap out for me for, with those. So I, don't be shocked if you see that on the flea market tomorrow. <laughs> Got to take advantage. All well, right, so. 
I don't know. Yeah. Take advantage. I don't think that figure's really moving well either way. Well, I know, but all I can get my money back. That's all I'm yeah. cool with. That's all I care about. And so that's pre-Unite. So what do you want to see and what do you expect to see? Oh, and by the way, they didn't give Sean Dudu brown tights. I'm very upset about that. Is Are they black? I sent you the picture. bad lighting. It I'm might be bad the lighting. Type. The boots, you could I, tell, are brown. But the tights I, look black. I'm going to say optimistic and hope that they fix it and get that right, especially with all the crowd. Because it, it uh, should be hitting ringside soon because um, it's Survivor Series, and you know ringside gets up early. That should be in ringside by August or September. All right. What do I expect to see? I think it might be too soon to say this, but another four-pack of defining moments. I don't know what would be in it. I don't, I'm not, I don't think that's too soon. Um, I expect to see a four-pack of defining moments. I expect to see a new Build-A-Figure announced. And I expect slash hope to see the ringside exclusive three-pack of Cactus Jack, <laughs> Dude, Love, and Mankind. All right, so my prayers were answered. It took, it took what, like maybe what four or five years to get it. Um, the ring, the RVD one night stand. You know that's what I was clamoring for. Um, there is hope that I'll get my Mike Tyson one day because we got the Muhammad Ali exclusive. I think a Mike Tyson would have really elevated it because I think anybody would have picked that era over what we got Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know Bad Bunny's coming. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali's going to be a nobody referee in the fig fed. Yeah, exactly. Now, Tyson would have been in the match. It have been the enforcer in every match. And if you got the boxing version of him, please, that would have been excellent. And then you have, like, the multiple, if you had multiple heads of him, like, back, in, back then, then now. I would have loved the idea of, like, the the two figure just like we're again him as a boxer and then him in street clothes oh yeah for sure that's what I'm talking about for Tyson like I think Tyson would have been a, a killer uh, and I did listen to Taker I mean Mike Tyson hot boxing with the Undertaker I thought that was really good as well I watched it on YouTube but yeah that that that's what I'm clamoring for we do know we're getting Bad Bunny there's a link already loaded up for it on Walmart speaking of Walmart we are gonna throw Walmart in the tub I refuse I hate shopping at Walmart I the They've been reason, in the tub. The, the, the exclusive is the only reason I keep going in there because they are too grown not to take fucking Apple Pay. I don't know what the hell they think they're doing over there. But Walmart, no, they're terrible. But Somebody went to high school and just put that in their, in their Facebook. They're like, why the hell can't I tap to pay or use Apple Pay? Yeah, it, 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 like at least have tap to pay. But like, y'all don't even have Apple. Like, no, we no, Target, Target all day. But we do know Bad Bunny's coming. I'm interested to see what kind we get. It might, might be the WrestleMania attire. But I'm not looking forward because I got Carmelo Hayes. I already. thought we already saw a sample of it. It's going to be the... 2032? Um, yeah, which I believe you could either say that would be Royal Rumble. Or I guess... I guess the one he had the spot where he jumped on Miz, was it? Is it the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania? I don't remember seeing... I'm thinking his first Rumble, not where he competed, where he just kind of came out and attacked. I feel like he wore the same thing in that tag match, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Um, but I do think we'll see more Kurt Angles because he's he's back on, on, on a Legends deal, so maybe we'll get um, 
ball of Kurt with the uh, mouthpiece, maybe, or um, how about the hair versus hair match? Yeah, or or a hair piece, Kurt Angle, even with a remote with swappable swappable head. I I would want the the uh, wrestling headgear with the 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 fake wig. If we're gonna get Bischoff with that like head that don't really go with that. Oh yeah, for sh- oh yeah, for head. sure. You could definitely get something to swap him out. Plus, with. his his like wrestling gear was like fire at that point. I just was looking at a sample, and I think it was like gear like that that was a sample that didn't get released. And then I, what was I gonna say? And then like I know like for example, we might get a new Eve Torres, random. But I know she's on a Legends deal because she did she is in the video game, so I know she is on a Legends deal. And that other than that, like I kind of got everything I wanted, and I'm sure they're gonna surprise me in the next couple of days as well. So that's all I got for, got for it. Me, I feel like there might be one other. I feel like there was an NWO figure that just popped in my head. But we did see the Monday Night Wars versions of them we did we we got to see like a test sample of, of kevin nash um i would you know i guess there's still some of that stuff and we've seen it kind of uh renditions like i don't know something else that we would like with like uh, the wcw cruiserweight belt or like the their tv belt um also mattel hats off to them they've been doing a great job the past three years of giving us a lot of new belts yeah, for sure. Uh, if we could get something else ECW-esque, uh, I mean, it doesn't seem like the Dudleys are really in in the the fray of an option. But if there's somebody obscure that could be in the line, I don't know. I'm here for it. Uh, you know, we got something weird like um, the Goon a few years ago. I don't know. Give, give, give me something random that way. Mm-hmm. But right. hopefully we're, we're back next week and we will be re- reviewing more of these reveals. Yep. We'll be for sure. So I guess that's it for the show, guys. All podcast platforms, and when you pre-order these things, use code MMANIS at ringside to save 10% off your order. For Act 2 Flyer, Eric Trambicki, I'm Alo Aaron Lloyd, and we'll see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they. Hop on the top rope, about to land with this elbow. Got them now, put them down right now. Hit them with the palm handle.